If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. It's your Daily Dose of Donna, and today is March 15th. We are on Wednesday. As you can tell by the sound of my voice, I am a little frustrated that the weather is not beautiful and amazing yet, but we're getting there. At least the rain has slowly stopped. I was told that there was an atmospheric uh, river. That's what it was called, an atmospheric river storm. And my 10-year-old is a smart kid, so he told me what that means. And apparently there was such a strong wave of rain overnight here in Los Angeles, like enough. But whatever, I'm not going to do this every single time we start the show. But did you know that I, I'm going to have a weather segment? <laughs> it's Daily Dose of Donna, and I have to include the, Lo- the Los Angeles weather. Welcome, TikTok. I'm going live on TikTok as I record this episode. Today, we have a, a few different cool pop culture stories to talk about. Number one, lots of content uh, or lots of messages about the Paris Hilton episode yesterday. If you have not listened to yesterday's episode, I talked about Paris Hilton's memoir and a couple of the stories that came out of it with her and her eighth grade teacher. And then I talked about my 11th grade teacher. And guess what? Got a couple messages from kids that went to my high school. So that was interesting. I'm not going to put that in my memoir. I'll tell you that. But today we're going to talk about a few different things. Let's start with Swifty, okay? A couple big stories. The Taylor Swift Eras Tour is finally kicking off. And I don't know when the actual first date is. If it's today, maybe it's this weekend. I have to find that out. Don't don't know because I'm not going. I'm going this summer. I'm going in August. I'm very excited. We've got uh, floor seats. We got six of them. It was gonna, It's going to be fun. But today... You know, TikTok is getting really, really all into this right now. And they're, the, the people are on the case. The Swifties are on the case. And if you're a Swiftie, you know, you know everything, right? So my husband is actually going to be in Arizona this weekend, in Glendale, Arizona, for what is called, well, for spring training. He's a Cubs fan. There's a Cubs Dodgers fan. So he's all excited. But he sent me a text the other day and he goes, I'm actually not going to Arizona, Glendale, Arizona. And I said, what do you mean? Where are you going? Like thinking that he actually was changing his trip. And he sent me a note that basically said he's going to... And I'm about to find it for you guys. He's going to what they're renaming as the Taylor Swift 
Glendale, Arizona is changing its name to celebrate the launch of Taylor Swift's Eras Tour at State State Farm Stadium. Um, You don't have to change your address, they said, but the rebrand is temporary and symbolic, taking effect on Friday and Saturday, the two days my husband's going to be there. And Glendale will announce the name on Monday, having teased the news in a press release. I'm sure it's already out there. I haven't even seen it in the news, but now I'm going to find out. I'm going to Google Glendale, Arizona's new name. Um, My husband is the one that actually is the reason that I have the Taylor Swift ticket. So maybe my husband's a secret Swifty. And shout out Lance, because I know you listen to every single episode. Um, It's called Swift City. That's what it's called. They changed Glendale, Arizona to Swift City for the Swifties. Now, if you search on TikTok, Taylor Swift era's tour, let me just tell you, lots of good stuff comes up. Her set list, apparently. Some songs that I am excited about, but songs that I also don't care about, like Shake It Off. Am I the only person that is not interested in hearing that song live? Why am I not seeing All Too Well, the 10-minute version on there? If I don't get 10 minutes of All Too Well in the middle of the concert, I don't know if it's going to be worth the money, right? Now, we also have heard rumblings that Netflix, I believe, I think it's Netflix, maybe it's Disney Plus, I'm going I'm to see, has this thing on their programming where they probably are going to um, – is it Netflix? I'm looking it up right now. Where they're probably going to air the tour. And, you know, Netflix already has a couple of her other shows, the Reputation Tour and different ones. I believe that there's going to be some sort of online ability to stream, that she had this insane huge deal with one of the streaming giants because so many people weren't able to see the show because the tickets are crazy expensive now if you weren't one of the lucky ones. Like I said, I'm the fan. My husband was the one that got the tickets. So lots of people are, you know, ruminating on what she's going to perform, what it's going to look like the show, what people are wearing. I mean, by the time I go to the show in August, I think like I'll know it all. I think I'll probably have seen it by that point, right? Like at that point it's over. Um, Okay. So another little story that I want to talk about is (laughs) I have to cover a little uh, Vanderpump Rules. But let's talk about something that was said on another very popular podcast, Two Teas in a Pod. So my friend Teddy Mellencamp, actual friend in real life, she is uh, obviously a former Real Housewife Housewife of Beverly Hills and a co-host of of Two Teas in a Pod with Tamara Judge. And I actually really like the show. I think Teddy shines as a podcast host. I actually feel like she is really on it. She's a fan. She's clearly, you know, here's the thing about Teddy. And to know Teddy, she admits this, like Teddy's got these haters online that I, look, it's one thing if you didn't like her as a housewife, but as a podcast host, as what she does, and she's a hustler and she's an amazing mom and she has great businesses and she works her ass off. I am a fan of Teddy Mellencamp as a person. I think she's great. So Teddy had made a joke when they were talking about Vanderpump Rules and Scandaval that Lisa Vanderpump, whom she had some major beef with on the show, that is like a well-known fact. I don't know their status now, but I'm imagining they're still not friends. um, That Teddy said that Lisa Vanderpump probably paid Raquel Levis for the affair because this has exploded Vanderpump on the scene, right? Like Vanderpump is doing so well. The numbers are higher than ever. She is, you know, she's back on Watch What Happens Live. Like no one is stopping to talk about Vanderpump. 
it was a joke. If you listen to the episode, it was clearly stated as a joke. And the fact that people took that one soundbite and page six talked about it and all these other places talked about it as if this was like something real, that she actually said, I believe that Lisa Vanderpump paid for this. So I text with her this morning and I said, Jesus, I'm going to cover this on my show today because like people are not, you know, this is how rumors start. Like one person says one thing and the next person. So when I said that, she actually said, point out I was making a freaking joke. And now every press outlet has picked it up like I was being for real insanity. It's like, it's insane. You cannot say anything even in jest sometimes because people take it and take what they want with it. Like you hear this all the time on radio shows, on podcast interviews. You know, I'm a big fan of Jeff Lewis. So like on his show, if he says one thing, it can turn into a whole story. So from Teddy personally, and I believe this to be true, I listened to the episode where she said this, it was a joke. I don't think Lisa Vanderpump paid anyone to do anything like this. Although it does help the show, I don't think it's helping Lisa Vanderpump's businesses because if you were watching the news today or in the last couple of days, Pump, her one of her main restaurants, so she started with Villa Blanca in Beverly Hills, that she's no longer um, running. Villa Blanca is no longer. Then she had Sir, or Sir maybe even came before Villa Blanca, which is still there. And then Pump is right around the corner, and Pump apparently is up for lease, according to some real estate you know, musings. That restaurant is up for lease. And so most likely she's going to be selling Pump or leaving Pump, and then there's still Tom Tom, which I still haven't gotten my boots on the ground. Is Tom Tom busy? Is Schwartz and Sandy's busy? I need to hear from you guys. I need to know directly from you guys, is Schwartz and Sandy's or Tom Tom killing the game still? If it is, I will be shocked. If it isn't, I will also be shocked. I really don't know the right answer to this. I don't think that the restaurant should be punished. So I just don't know why Lisa Vanderpump would put ever this in in the mix because I think Vanderpump Rules was still doing pretty good. I don't think it was doing that bad. Okay. Other Vanderpump Rules uh, gossip or news, there it's come out that they both, Raquel, okay, so apparently when Raquel told Sheena in New York about the affair, allegedly Sheena punched Raquel. It's been disproved by a lot of people, but apparently that is what happened. Raquel went and got a restraining order against Sheena. We know this. And the whole big thing is the reunion's supposed to shoot in about a week. How are they going to do this? Apparently, they both can be at the reunion as long as one Zooms and they don't converse with each other, which is insane because a lot of the stuff is between the two of them. But no offense, Sheena, love you. Raquel better be at that reunion if they have to choose one. And if she doesn't go to the reunion, I believe she loses a contract. I don't think she can continue to be on the show. And I think that that is like, you know – According to Katie Maloney, who was on Lala's podcast, like this is a thing. You have to show up. It's a job. It's part of the job. And if you don't show up for work, like you will not be invited back. We'll see if this actually rings true because I can't imagine Vanderpump Rules wants to come back next year without having Raquel on the show. She is now going to be like an essential part, her and Scandaball. Okay. So that's the vamp- the Vanderpump Rules stuff. Tonight is another episode. I will be watching it live at nine. Um, if you're following me on Instagram at this is Donna Bowling, I'll be storing about it as we go. And um, well, I just got asked on TikTok. Number one, someone said, well, 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 cougar. Can I be your trophy boyfriend? I mean, I just had a whole thing about aging. You guys, I'm not even 42. Am I a cougar? 
I guess if I dated like a 22-year-old, I'm a cougar. Okay, we're going to move on to our final story. This is also something I found on TikTok yesterday, and it kind of made the rounds. This is bananas. You guys, everyone knows this about Gwyneth Paltrow, that she is, you know, the head of Goop, and she has this big wellness brand, and she's someone that doesn't eat a lot of food, and she's someone that has always been very into like the raw and the macrobiotic, and like she's always been um, kind of, you know, on the cutting edge of like eating and wellness and stuff. And when I say cutting edge, I don't mean like she's doing the right thing. I just mean personally, she is, uh, you know, doing stuff that's like a little bit out there. We all know this. I think if you're like, if you don't live under a rock. So Gwyneth Paltrow was featured on a podcast by Dr. Will Cole um, for Dear Media. And it was tweeted or Instagram, I'm sorry, TikTok. There was like a little clip and she basically says that she does intermittent fasting every single day. And around 12 or 1 o'clock, she she eats soup. She goes, I love soup for lunch. Now, when I think soup, I think like a good chicken noodle, um, maybe a good broccoli cheddar, maybe even like a butternut squash or like a tomato bit. She drinks bone broth at lunch, bone broth, and then goes straight and has more veggies and just drinks. Like it's like she basically eats liquid as, and that's how she breaks her fast. She said, I eat a lot of veggies at night because I need to detox. Detoxing, we don't know exactly what, but she's basically getting dragged online for these out-of-touch wellness tips. Page six is saying, this is, you know, the typical almond mom, right? Almond mom is a term that adults, for any adults who push disordered eating onto their children. So like, my mom was an almond mom, no question. My mom was one that was like South Beach diet, um, you know, only roughage. We had the the um, the cabbage soup diet going on for a week in my house, the apple cider vinegar thing, cayenne pepper. My mom was like a big fan of all these diets, right? So she is like the queen of the almond moms. And she was on this podcast, The Art of Being Well. And she essentially just talked about that she has IVs in her arms like constantly, they make her feel good, which is a little over the top to do like during a podcast. She loves soup. She has bone broth at 12 p.m. She'll then do one hour of movement. So either she'll go on a walk, which is fine, or Pilates, which is fine. Tracy Anderson is another one, which is so high calorie burning. It's in the heat and it's a lot of cardio and a lot of movement. And she is, then she dry brushes in the sauna for 30 minutes and eats a vegetable heavy dinner with a paleo diet, paleo diet to support her detox. It's, I'm sorry. Okay. I've said this before and I'll say it again. I don't trust people that don't eat carbs. If you're not eating carbs, are you even living? If you are so hardcore about your carb intake, are you able to actually enjoy life? And I'm saying this for real, not in a judgment way. I just don't understand it. I can't understand it. Gwyneth is 50 years old and she has young kids who are now getting older. Like Apple Martin is probably a teen. I don't know exactly how old she is now, but she's gorgeous. This is so unhealthy to share as a public figure. And Kelly Ripa did the same thing. And Melissa Wood, Melissa Wood Health, they do the same thing. They talk about like how they're eating and it's nothing. And there's a lot of big celebrities that do that. Now, 
Is that better to say that they're not eating anything and being honest or to say that they're eating burgers and then lie or to say that they're eating burgers, but they're taking Ozempic, right? Like we, I would prefer the truth. Um, Heather Recover says, of course, it will make you feel better when you're malnourished and dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. Any of that will make you feel better when you have nothing in your body. Um, I think that, you know, the truth is you, if you're a public figure, like, you are an influencer, right? You're an influencer. And so anything you say can be taken and like someone out there will say, oh my God, I need to do that. And I have a lot, I'm 41 and I have a lot of girlfriends that have disordered eating, like a ton. In fact, like probably more than not, right? These are women that are watching what they're eating like crazy. Um, I have, I don't have disordered eating because I eat anything I want, but I have disordered, a disordered relationship with exercise. There's no question. Like my watch, I need to make sure like I'm, I'm, you know, closing my rings. I work out every single morning at 530. I go to my workout class. Like I do have that issue. I know it for sure. Um, that being said, I'm straight up saying like, I don't think it's healthy. I think it's disordered. And so for Gwyneth to go online and to talk about this, but not say like, I don't think I necessarily have it the best. I think I'm like caught up in the, you know, the Hollywood of it all, or I have issues, you know, with my body looking a certain way and I want to make sure I'm slim. But it's this idea of this like unself-aware, like I'm just doing what's best. It feels irresponsible. So next time that you're really hungry, just drink some bone broth and like maybe it will just really, you know, satisfy that craving. I don't know. I literally, it's 1249. I haven't even had lunch and I just had a seized candy lollipop. So don't follow me for eating tips. That's for sure. Um, there's a lot of things I'm good at. Like I said to my group this morning, my show up on video uh, coaching group, I said, there's a lot of things I'm good at and certain things that I'm really not good at. And one thing I'm really not good at is being a health coach <laughs> because I have no idea. I am like, I am very much of the, you know, 70, 30 rule. 70% of the time I'm good. 30% of the time it's like throw caution to the wind, balls to the wall, you know, uh, is there another word that I can think of? <laughs> like rip the bandaid, just go for it, pull the trigger. Anyway, you guys, so that was some fun stories today. Thank you so much for joining on TikTok. If you're not following me on TikTok, I'm at this is Donna Bowling, and I go live every single day while I record the episode. And I have um, a lot of fun interacting and just seeing kind of who comes on in here. Thank you for the follows. I see NASCAR, Harry, a few other ones above there. Thank you so much. Okay, you guys. So um, make sure also if you're listening to this, once again, you don't know how important it is to get the five-star rating below on the podcast app and to get the, uh, you know, a nice review. That would be amazing. So thank you guys so much. And I will talk to you tomorrow.